This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. That's what I'm very proud. Hashem, Palmiti Ayakha has taken up a position over here and uh, gives me great nachas. And uh, Hashem, I'm seeing a lot of Talmidim over here that I don't know if I would have seen otherwise during my trip here in, America, in the United States. Um, I'd like to share with you some Divrei Torah based on the Parsha on the idea of Paraduma. Paradum is a choik, so because it's a choik, because it's something we don't understand, so people think, okay, you know, they they brush through it. It's a choik, you know. We, what, what can we take from it if the Torah says we don't understand it? So what are we supposed to take out of it if we don't understand it? But the truth is, in reality, there's a lot to take out of, and in reality, the whole concept of paraduma, the whole concept, is something that a person has to live with all his life. A person came in contact with a dead body. A person came in contact with Tuma, with Tuma's mace. A person who comes in contact with mace, he's, he's like he's dead. He came in contact with Misa. There is a way through the avoid of Paraduma where he becomes tar, he becomes purified again. And this, in fact, is, you can say, a form of Tchiasa Mesa. It's resurrection. He came in contact with a, mis, with a mace. And now... He has tahara. That's like tchiesa mesim. The idea, the concept of paraduma is in fact the concept of tchiesa mesim. And that's why it's very interesting that the avoida of paraduma was performed on harazesim. It wasn't performed in the Beis HaMikdosh. It was performed on harazesim. Harazesim is the place where tchiesa mesim is going to begin. The Novi says in Zechariah that tchiesa mesim is going to begin in harazesim. So you see that the whole Avoida Paraduma represents this concept, the concept of Tchesa Mesim. No, Tchesa Mesim may also be something remote, something hopefully not far away, but something that's not here yet. Tchesa Mesim resurrection is something that's going to take place at a certain time. But in reality, it's not true. In reality, of course it's true, yes, but in reality there's a form of Tchesa Mesim that's constantly in our lives. A person's going to live his life with Tchesa Mesim. What makes a Jew different than a Gentile is this concept of Tchiesa Mesim. Tchiesa Mesim means that there's always room for renewal. Tchiesa Mesim means that in Judaism, nothing Jewish or nothing in Judaism, nothing ever comes to an end. And if it does come to an end, all it means is that this is a preparation for a new renewal. No such thing as an end in Judaism. It's interesting that the Egyptians also claimed that they don't come to an end. So when they used to die, they used to mummify the bodies. Why? Because they don't come to the end. They don't come to an end. They don't come to an end is they ended up in the Yam Suf. Suf is Soif. <laughs> they ended up in the end. They came to their end. They had an end. When it came to the concept of a Soif, Kali breaks through that. The sea splits. The Yam Suf splits. Kali goes straight through the Yam Suf. What did they see at Yamsuf? The Pasuk says, Az Yosher Moshe, says Rashi Yosher, in the, in the future, Mikan Remez, the Tchis HaMesim in the What did they see at the Yamsuf? So Rashi brings down on the Pasuk, they saw Tchis HaMesim. What did they see? They saw that we don't come to an end. We saw that the whole concept of finished coming to an end does not exist in Judaism. It looked like we, we were coming to an end. We complained there's a yard, there's a sea in front of us. There's Egyptians behind us, catching up on us. There's wild animals. We're in a midbar over here. They complained, Hamibli ain't kvarim Are there no burial spots in Mitzrayim? 
it looked like they were coming to an end. But they didn't come to an end. The yam split, broke through. The yam suf, they broke through the soif. And there we saw Tchir Samesim. Tchir Samesim means where a Jew never comes to an end. Judaism never comes to an end. Any mitzvah, any positivity in Judaism, anything, anything that we do in Ruchnius is eternal, never comes to an end. So what does death mean then? What does Misa mean? What, how does a Jew look at the concept of Misa? We sing in Eishas Chayel, that the last day of a person's life is tzchoik. Is it? It's tzchoik, it's happiness, it's laughter, the last day of a person's life. What does that mean? But the answer is, what is tzchoik? What brings simcha? Simcha is brought when something is new. When there's a newborn baby, that's simcha. There's a mazel tov, there's something new. On the last day of a person's life, he is preparing for a renewal. Misa, the concept of death, the concept of something coming to an end in Judaism represents it's come to an end and it's preparing for a new renewal. That's what Misa means. Preparing for a new renewal is simcha, is tzchoik. Anything new is chiddush. Everything in Yiddishkeit, even Misa, is a form of atischak liyamachrin because it teaches us that really nothing comes to an end. This is chiyas So in fact, chiyas is not something just that's going to take place many years down the line, speedily in our days. Chiyas is something that's taking place in a person's life all the time. On the contrary, when something comes to an end, it's only that we, we have the opportunity to start all over again, to begin all over again. This is a very deep concept, but it's a very important, fundamental concept. This is the concept that teaches us that a Yid, a Jew, is always, can always start all over again. Because there's always an end, and the end is always symbolizing preparing for a new beginning. That's what Tchesamesim is. That's what Paraduma is. A person came in contact with Misa. Paraduma allows him to start all over again. Tchesamesim. You know, the Yerushalmi says in Makos, in the second parak of Makos, the Yerushalmi says, they asked Chachma, what do you do with a sinner? What's the fate of a sinner, somebody who sins? They asked Chachma, they asked Nevoah, Misa, death. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's, there's nothing to do. Hashem said, do tshuva. So what is tshuva? Tshuva is a form of tresamesim. <laughs> Anybody else that was asked said, a sinner came in contact with death. A person rebels against the king. <laughs> Death. He's, he's, he's dead meat. Tshuva is tchis amesim. You can come back. You can return. You can repent. Tchis amesim. Why is it that the Jews count the year according to the moon and not according to the sun, like the goyim? The answer is because the moon comes to an end at the end of the month. It comes to an end. There's no moon. But as soon as we see the moon disappearing, what's Amisra busy with? Looking around. Who's going to spot the new moon first? And come to Bezdin and testify. And the whole, the large part of Masech is Rosh Hashanah, which is Rosh Hashanah, which is a day of tshuva. What does it discuss? It discusses the sighting of the new moon. Why does it discuss the sighting of the new moon? What's the new moon going to do with tshuva? Mesechah's Rosh Hashanah should begin with tshuva and end with tshuva. The whole sugya of, of what we do in Rosh Hashanah is right at the end of the Mesechah. So a large part of the Mesechah deals with a new moon. 
A new moon is the basis of tshuva. Tshuva is a new moon. Tshuva means you can start, you can begin all over again. That's what tshuva means. Tshuva means that you can begin all over again. Tshuva is a form of tchis A new moon, it's a form of tchis we, the Jewish people count the year with the moon to teach us that you can constantly, constantly have his chachos. You can constantly, constantly begin all over again. Judaism is based on beginning all over again. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. The new year, it's a new opportunity. We are full of new opportunities. That's what, that's what we are. This is what Tchir means. So Tchir in fact, is something that we can live with on a daily basis. Tchis is something we live on a daily basis. The Beis HaMikdash was all based around this concept. The Beis HaMikdash was built on the Evan Hashasiya, was built on a stone, which is the stone where creation began. The Beis HaMikdash was built on, crea- on where creation began. It was built on the renewal of creation. What's the main avoid in the Beis HaMikdash? A person sins, so he brings up a korban. He brings up a korban. What does a korban mean? The Ramban says, you imagine as if you're the one going up on the Mizbech. The old you is done with. The old you is burnt on the Mizbech. Now there's a new you. There's a new you. When you walk into the Besamekdash, you're walking in with the old you, you bring it up on the Mizbech. How do you walk out of the Besamekdash? With a new you. You're a new person. The old you was burnt up on the Mizbech. There's a new you. The Besamekdash is a place of tshuva. The Besamekdash is a place of renewal. It's a place of tchei it's a place where you come as one person and you leave as a different person. The whole Besam English had this feeling of renewal. The menorah that was inside, every time the coin lit the menorah, Chazal say Aaron a coin felt every time as if it was the first time. Across the menorah you had the shulchan. The shulchan is the lechem upon him. The lechem upon him, they took it off the table a week later. And what was the miracle? It was still fresh. It's always new. The base of English is all new. The base of English is a tchis amesim. What we saw in the base of English was a daily tchis amesim. When Ayid walked into the base of English, he connected to renewal. We all need that. I always tell boys that they come to yeshiva. I always tell the guys when they come to yeshiva, why are you coming with all your baggage? Leave it all behind. Leave it outside the door. You're coming to yeshiva as something new. A yeshiva is like a besamikdash. A besamikdash is a place of tchei You're coming to yeshiva, you're coming to the besamikdash. You're coming to become a new person. And this is mamish, what Judaism is based on, becoming a new person. This is the daily tchei that we experience all the time. So the choik of paraduma is really very nagea, very applicable to a person's daily avodah Hashem. Paraduma means you came in contact with death. Death is sin. Death is Yerida. There's a passage that says, Ragleha Yordas Mavis. A Yerida is Misa. Paraduma is an opportunity to reconnect to life. It's an opportunity of Tresemason to begin all over again. This is a very Jewish concept. But it's the concept which is the Shoyrish, which is the sod, the fundamental of everything that we stand for. The opportunity to be able to renew ourselves all over again. Why am I saying this now? Because we're living in a generation where this concept is not stressed enough and it's not known enough. There's a lot of yeyosh in this generation. There's a lot of yeyosh. There's a lot of giving up. People feel, I can't change. You speak to people and you tell them, no, 
You know, the Gemara says that somebody who's Makadash, a woman, Amenosid, he's a tzaddik, even if he's a Russia, Shemo, a hero of Tshuva, Belibi. He might have had a hero of Tshuva. That's how easy it is to become a new person. People feel that they're in their mold. People feel that they can't renew. I want to share an unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable chizuk from the Holy Rebbe, Rebbe Binner of We are called, we're Jews. A Jew is called a Yehudi. And Yehudi is Yehuda. What is a Yehudi? I'll tell you what Yehudi is. A Yehudi is Yehuda. There's a beautiful medrash. The medrash is in Pasha's Vayeshev. The medrash says that after the brother sold Yosef Atzadik, Yehuda instigated the whole thing. He was responsible for the whole Mechiris Yosef. And they sold Yosef. They went back to the father. You know the story. They took a blood-stained beggar, Yosef's robe. They showed it to the father. That's it. Yosef, fell into such deep anguish, into such deep tsar, that the brothers suddenly despaired. What did we just do? What did we just do? They saw the tsar of the father, says the Medrash. They were all sitting in sackcloth. They were all mourning. What did they do? And now, how can they repair it? <laughs> they don't know where Yosef is. They sold him to Mitzrayim. And the Medrash says that the brothers were sitting in sackcloth, except for one brother. The brother that orchestrated and was responsible for this whole thing. Where was he? Where was Yehuda? The Pasuk says, Yehuda. And the Pasuk tells us that Yehuda found a wife, he got married. The Medrash says, Yehuda left, he's looking for a Shidduch. All the brothers are sitting doing tshuva. Yehuda is looking for a shidduch. An odd time to begin dating. Says the Medrash, Hashem saw what Yehuda did. And Hashem says, Wow, if this is what Yehuda did, I am creating the R of Mashiach from Yehuda. <laughs> what did he do? He should be sitting in sackcloth more than all his brothers. He should be mourning more than all his brothers. They're all mourning, and he's responsible, and he's looking for a shidduch. And Hashem says, wow, the awe of Mashiach is going to come from Yehuda. What's going on in this medrash? Says the Holy Rebbe Rabbinim Shizcha. He says Yehuda had two possibilities. Either he's done. He's finished. He did the worst, the gravest sin you can imagine. He caused such tzad to his father, you just can't imagine the gravity of his sin. Yehuda had two possibilities. He can do one or two things. Either Yehuda can just, yeah, sit there and just cry till the end of all his days. I mean, they weren't expecting ever to see Yosef Atzadi. That's it. I'm done. I'm finished. That, would, that perhaps would have seemed the most logical thing to do. <laughs> Yehuda says, no, there's another way. Let's put it all in the past. And let's begin all over again. Let us begin, let us start all over again. Yehuda opens a Chumash. And he says, what's the first mitzvah in the Torah? Puravu, get married. Yehuda said, I'm starting all over again. I feel that everything I've done, my whole Avodah Hashem, everything I've done in the past is all erased. There's nothing left of any of my Avodah Hashem. It's all down the tubes. There's only one thing I can do. And that is to start all over again. And he looks at the Chumash and he says, what's the first mitzvah? Where do I begin all over again? I begin all over again from getting married. That's the first mitzvah in the Torah. Hashem says, when he saw Yehuda, Hashem says the power, the strength, the courage to stand up and to say, instead of despair, that's not doing any good to anybody. 
I'm going to begin all over again. This is Tchis Amesim. This is the hour of Mashiach. This is the hour of Mashiach. This is the hour of Dovna Melech. The Gemara says in Avodah Zarah that Dovna Melech, he introduced, he was the first Balchuva. He introduced the concept of tshuva. Hey, Kim Oilashel tshuva. Tshuva, we just said before, means when a person sins, he's as good as dead. When he does tshuva, it's tchis amesim. Dovra Melech comes from Yehuda. Yehuda taught all later generations, however bad, however grave the sin. Don't just sit in despair. Of course, you have to do tshuva. Of course, Yehuda does tshuva. But tshuva doesn't mean you just sit on the floor and cry for the rest of your life. The Svarim bring down if a person sins, even a grave sin, and he has to do a tshuva, and he has to shed tears, and he has to cry, and he has to have remorse, and he has to regret, and he has to accept not to do it again. But then he has to wipe the tears off. He has to wipe the tears off his face. And he has to besimcharaba begin all over again. Kisheva yipal tzadik v'kom. You have to know how to get out. You have to know how to start all over again. You have to know how to live with Tchis HaMesim on a daily basis. And that's what we really, people are suffering from today. People feel they're in a mold, and I'll tell you why. We're living at the end of the Golas of Esau, of Edoim, of Rome, which is Gematria Malik. Esau never knew the concept of his Hachus. His name is Esau. Esau means Asui, he's made already, he's a made man. When a baby is born, and you see the progress of the baby, the chidush, the hischachus of every day. One day the baby rolls over, one day the baby is teething, one day the baby is feeding. Hischachus you see from a baby. Esau passed all that. He jumped over all that. He doesn't know hischachus. He says, I'm going to die. I chose a path. The path's taking me no. I'm going to die. And Chazal say he denied Chiyas Amesim. There, when he said, Chazal say that there and then he denied in the whole concept of Chiyas Amesim. We are living in this goddess of Edom. We're living under the Hashpa, under the influence of the world of Esau. Of the world of Chiyas You chose your path, this is who you are. And that's the end. My father, Al-Rasham, had an uncle who, you know, in the war years, he moved to Israel, he joined the kibbutz, he married a, a woman from Shemar Tzair, whatever, he left the path of Torah Mitzvahs. And when he got older, he was, he was getting older, and then he became sick, and he was terminally ill, and he wrote a letter to my father, and he writes to my father that he's reached the sunset of his life, and he'd love to change, he just feels he can't change. Like, this is, he chose this as his life, and that's it, it's irreversible. That's how sad. Nothing's irreversible. We count the year according to the moon. The moon disappears every month. A new moon reappears every month. This is the basis. This is how we begin our year. We begin the year, Rosh Hashanah, with a new moon. We wake up every morning. We say, We have a new every day. Why are you bringing in yesterday into today? Yesterday was yesterday. Again, you have to do tshuva for what you did yesterday. But you're not the same person today as you were yesterday. Tchis HaMesim. Paradumas. A paradum is a choik, but it's something that we apply, and we need to apply every day in our lives. The Jews in the story of Purim, they thought it was all over. There's never been an era in Jewish history where it looked like it was really all over. Much more serious than the Jews standing by the Yamsuf. The Medrash says 
that this, that this decree of Haman was sealed down here and sealed up there. It was Nechtam B'Tabas Shomelech. It was sealed with a signet ring of the king. And Melech means Melech Malcham Lochem. There's never been such a, such, a, such, a, such a dangerous situation that the Jews found themselves in. And we were under the influence of Homon. And Homon's Amalek. And Amalek says, that's it. You're done. You're done. You're done. Chazal say that Homon chose the seventh Zayn Adar. Why did he choose Zayn Adar? Because it's Moshe Rabbeinu, the day Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Say Chazal, that he knew that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away Zayn Adar, but what did he not know? Born Zayn Adar. And Chazal write this, that he knew he died. Chazal write Moshe Rabbeinu dying Zayn Adar before they write born Zayn Adar. A person usually is born before he dies. He's born at the beginning of his life and he dies at the end of his life. And here Chazal say, they begin by saying that Moshe Rabbeinu was born, uh, died Zayn Adar and he was born Zayn Adar. It's in the wrong order. Says the Holy Chasm Soifer that Haman didn't realize that when a Jew dies, he's reborn. Moshe Rabbeinu is Oimeda Meshamesh. Moshe Rabbeinu dies? Moshe Rabbeinu ends? Moshe Rabbeinu comes to an end? What are we learning every day, all day? What are we doing? Moshe Rabbeinu is more alive. Moshe Rabbeinu is more alive than every living guy. Haman knew that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, but he didn't know that in Judaism, passing away, like we said earlier, passing away is Vatishak Le'em Achran, it's preparing for a new renewal. That's what he didn't know. So he thought that the fate of the Jews can be sealed. But he didn't know that whenever anything looks like in Judaism, it's coming to an end. It's only a space in order to prepare for a totally new renewal for a new Tchis HaMesim. Which is actually what happened. The story of Purim is a story where we came to Misa L'chaim. That's the Chizik where we get in this week's parsha, the parsha of Paraduma. Coming in contact with Misa. The guy came in contact with Misa. Physically, he means he touched the dead body. But we all come in contact with Misa. Every time we sin, we come in contact with Misa, as we mentioned earlier. And the Paraduma is a chizuk that can be mechazek us every single day. You can have a tahara. You have a tahara. You have to start all over again. That's the sod in the Gemara, where in the month of Tammuz, the Gemara says, Whoever is mis'abal, whoever mourns over Yerushalayim, not Yizke. Whoever mourns over Yerushalayim now experiences the renewal of Yerushalayim. At the same time that he is mis'abal on Yerushalayim, at the same time he is actually experiencing the renewal of Yerushalayim. That's exactly the word we're saying over here. No thing is just being misabal on Yerushalayim. It's not something that just we're mourning over it. It's a loss that we're mourning over. Finished. No, no, no. If you mourn over Yerushalayim, Hashem actually will give you the feeling of seeing Yerushalayim bebinyana. Boine Yerushalayim. It's all happening. We have to mourn over Yerushalayim. But we, we believe so strongly that Yerushalayim is being rebuilt. That at the same time of the Avelis, we're experiencing the Tres Amesim of Yerushalayim. This is the Avoidah Parashas Chukas. This is the Avoidah Paraduma. You have to be mechazek. Everybody has to be mechazek and everybody has to spread this Tvah Torah. We're living in a generation of years. 
It's an unbelievable thing. The Holy Rabbi Nachman Breslov. He said 200 years ago, Ein Yush, Ein Yush Klal, Ein Yush Boilam. What is he talking about? In our generation, you see so clearly, you see so clearly, what are you, what, what are you saying? There's going to be a generation of Yeosh. There's going to be a generation where people are going to feel they've gone too far. When I travel around here in America, you see communities that are growing and that are flourishing. By the Holocaust, it was very clear. I know Jews that were in the DP camps. They told me it was clear that Am Yisrael Chas Shalom had come to an end. Somebody told me they were in a DP camp and in Sweden and they were non-Jews. Swedish goyim, good people, good people. They came to collect Jewish girls to marry them because they lost everything. They wanted to give them a good life. They meant well. Because because the Jewish people have come to an end. And there were a few tzaddikim over there. They say there's no such thing as Klal Yisrael coming to an end. You're going to see a revival of Klal Yisrael that we've never seen before. Never, never seen before. I was just in England for Shabbos with my mishpacha. And I was walking the streets in England on Shabbos morning, and number one, you, you push it on the main street there. You, you don't see a going on the street like from 9 till 12. And, and you just have to wade your way between the traffic, and between, the, between all the heat. There's a revival, there's a Tres We're witnessing Tres before our eyes. After a Holocaust, after it was so clear that it came to an end, because that's exactly what we're saying. When it's so clear that it comes to an end, that's when, the, that's when you see revival. That's when you see Tres if you get to a point in your life or if you have a day where you had such a ureter where it looked like mamish war I'm done if you just get up and say I'm doing a tshuva shleimah I'm starting all over again you're going to feel a revival you're going to feel a tres mason that you never felt before this is the message this is such an important message we're so close to the gula we're so close we are much seeing Tchesa Mason before our eyes. We have to introduce the Tchesa Mason in our own lives on a daily basis. When we get up in the morning, we have to say to ourselves, Hamachsin Neshamas Lefgarim Mason. When we say that filler, we have to think, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, today is going to be a totally new opportunities, totally new areas of Avodah Hashem. It's the daily Tchesa Mason. And here you see how a concept in Torah, Torah is Milosh and Hayra. Hayra means that every concept in Torah is so meaningful for us. We have to take every lesson that we learn in Torah and see where it fits into our lives on a daily basis. Even a choik of Paraduma, which is something that we don't have a Paraduma, and which is a mitzvah that we don't understand. And look how applicable it is in our day-to-day lives. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us that we should be Zoychak Ba'ezah Hashem speedily in our days Mashiach Tzedkenu should come coming from David HaMelech coming from Yehuda and that was the Mordechai Ish that was the Mordechai Ish Yehudi Hayashushan Abira he was coming with the strength of Yehuda he wasn't from the tribe of Yehudi he was from Binyamin but he was coming with Yehuda Ish Yehudi he was coming with the strength of Yehuda he was coming with this Koyach of Yehuda Mordechai Tzadik was living at an era where there was a generate where there was a Gzera to destroy the Jewish people we needed Yehuda over there also Yehuda thought that he was destroyed but he got up and he started all over again that's what Mordechai was saying Ish Yehudi he was telling everybody no you're Yehudim there's hope there's hope there's hope and that's Chusam et Hashem. We should be zorched to the Geula Shlema speedily in our days. You've just heard the Rebbe Nachman of Breslov.
just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.